Let me see you put them up Reach the sky, touch the stars up above Cause it's one time for the underdog I'm Patrick Bidev, your host of ITMN, and today we have an interesting topic. You ever work with divas in business? You know how some call them narcissists or some call them a lot of different names? Today we're going to talk about how to work with these divas in a work environment. Is it a good thing? Should you work with them? Should you not? We're going to talk about it today. So let's get right into it. Step number one, let's define what a diva is. A diva is someone who thinks very highly of themselves, has a dark side they're not aware of all the time. They want a ton of attention. A diva is a pain in the butt at times, has deep insecurities with a point to prove, bullies but never thinks they bully, could be passive aggressive at times, is willing to do whatever it takes for attention, loves taking credit for others' ideas, deflects mistakes and blames others, never wants to take responsibility. I didn't do it, it was somebody else who did it, feels entitled. Demands a different kind of treatment, and last but not least, is more about themselves than the team. Now, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking about a few different names, saying, oh my gosh, Bobby's like this, Mary's like this, Cindy's like this, I'm like this, I hope nobody knows about this. Here's the thing, if you are one of these, or if somebody on your team is one of these, why would anybody want to deal with divas like this? I mean, is Kobe a diva? Is Michael Jordan a diva? You know, is, is Westbrook a diva? Maybe Billy Donovan doesn't know how to lead my... Are all these guys divas? How do you deal with these divas? The reason why people, owners, CEOs, executives, leaders, sales leaders are willing to tolerate these divas is because the return is so high that it helps you experience massive success. So now, this is why I tolerate divas. However, some of you guys are saying, yes, I wish my boss would understand that I'm a real diva and he just doesn't know how to work with me. Now... Hang tight, hang tight. There's good news, there's bad news. You may not be a real diva, because there's also annoying divas. Annoying divas are those who want respect, but don't deserve it. They are secretly very lazy, hypocrites, unreliable, disrespectful, and not trustworthy. Don't take this as this. These guys are willing to work their tails off. These guys are willing to get after. These guys you can rely on. These guys you can work with. These are real divas. They're just difficult. So why do you deal with them? Now here's the thing. If you know how to lead lead, uh, uh, divas, they'll make you. If you are trying to learn how to lead divas, they'll slow you down because you don't really know. You like second guessing yourself. Yes, maybe, I don't know. Ah, maybe I did the right thing. Maybe I didn't do the right thing. It's gonna slow you down. And if you don't know how to lead divas, they're gonna break you because you're gonna worry about your insecurities and they'll eventually leave to another person who knows how to handle them. Now, does this mean that you give in to the diva all the time? Does this mean that, oh my gosh, you know, so uh, do I just do everything they want me to do? Absolutely not. That's not the case. I'm gonna talk about what you do with the divas. Absolutely not. I've had divas that I work with in sales. I've had divas I work with with partners, employees, executives, investors, board members. I mean, I can go on and on and on with people in divas. Divas come in many different forms and many different departments and many different companies. I've dealt with a carrier, multi-billion dollar company, where the main relationship that we had contract with was a diva, so sensitive. You always had to throw in how amazing this person was, and at the same time, you had to take it away from it. It was like a very weird relationship. It was a bipolar relationship when you were dealing with this person. One day they're happy, one day they're not because they needed it. Now, you may say, why would you deal with a company like that? I don't have a choice. That's the partner. You have to deal with that personality at that time. If you don't know, you're going to lose that relationship. So you got to go back and forth. Let's continue. 
To go with a leader, leading divas, okay? A diva comes in, it's all about what? Me, 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 me. Do you know who I am? Do you know how special I am? Do you know what I'm gonna do to your company? Do you know where your company is gonna go now you found somebody like me? I'm gonna change everything. I'm gonna make you so rich. I am so amazing. We're gonna go straight to the top because of me. Me, 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 and they're undermine everybody on their team, okay? They're undermining, undermining, undermining everybody on their team. Your goal as a leader is to help them with perspective and helping it be their ideas and sometimes having very serious conversations with them, getting to the point of the middle here, which is the equilibrium, okay? Where they're still shining and they're still team. They're starting to realize, hey, Diva, listen, you can be here, but you ain't gonna be here all by yourself. These are the people that you undermine. Every time you take credit away from that person that did it, every single time you don't give credit to that person, every single time you do something wrong and you blame this person, every single time you do, they get a scar. They get a scar, they get a scar. And you're distancing yourself. You gotta bring them up here so they wanna run with you. Because if we go here, you're gonna get all the accolades you want. But the team is also gonna make you look good together. So they win, you win, do you wanna get there? So selfishly, they have to be painted a picture about, here's what you can have one day, if you know how to pull your team up. Oh, I got it. So you're trying to make them less and less and less selfish. Now, say you don't know how to deal with them. What are they gonna do to you? Let me explain to you what they're very good at. They'll bully you. They will threaten you to leave you. If you don't do this, I'm leaving all the time. They will threaten you. It's like dating a girl that every other day wants to break up with you. They'll threaten you. They'll exploit you. They'll play games with you. They'll manipulate you. They're masters at doing that. Because their entire lives, They've gotten things their own way. Their entire lives, they've gotten things their own way. Now, how do you deal with divas? Let's talk about that. What do they like? What do they want? What do they value when you work? So why does a diva eventually say, I'm willing to work with this person here, why? Well, why was it that Kobe Bryant, the first few times he played with Phil Jackson, is like, listen, I can't stand this guy. He goes to Jerry Buss. We gotta get rid of Phil Jackson, because Phil pushed him, right? And Phil leaves, then Kobe doesn't win any championships. Kobe asked Phil to come back then he wins two more championships. Jordan's won six championships, all with Phil Jackson. Kobe's won five championships, all with Phil Jackson. Why? Because Phil knew how to deal with divas in his team. And Kobe finally matured to realize, if I want to get here, that's the one guy that knows how to get the best out of me. So watch this. Okay, watch this. What true divas value? Number one is trust. The moment a diva knows that they can trust you, you gain, you gain points with them. They're like, okay, this is good. I trust this person. It's a safe person. It's a safe place. Because typically divas are the way they are because someone in their lives did something to them that they have this insecurity that they don't trust. If you get trust, they're in. You're in with them. But you can't play with this game of trust. It has to be real trust. But you're in with them. They like that. That's value to them. Respect. You got to give them respect. Okay? The respect's got to be consistent. So they're, they're seeing it. We're saying, this guy actually respects me. He's listening to me. Next consistency. You can't be in, out. Sometimes these guys that were divas had a very inconsistent parent. Mother wasn't in the picture. In, out, in, out, in, out. Dad wasn't in the picture. Would come, would leave. Would come, would leave. A an ex hurt them. A coach hurt them. A brother, a sibling. Somebody did something to them to become divas. Listen, let me simplify it for you. All of us have some screwed up history in our family, including myself. Divas typically have something that poked them. Right? Poked them. So they like somebody to be consistent with them, because they typically haven't had that in their lives. Number four, reliable, very important to them. Very, very important to them. Here's what's crazy about them. They want you to understand that at one point, they may not be reliable to you, but they still want you to be reliable to them. 
But then if eventually you consistently stay reliable to them, they kind of feel like, dang, I'm probably not going to find somebody like this again. I am going to run with this person, and I'm no longer going to be a diva to this person because he's graduated, he's earned my trust, reliability, respect, consistency. I'm good with this person here. Tolerance, can you tolerate them? Having their back when they hit rock bottom. So many times, divas are going to break things because that's divas. They break things. They go places, break, 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 break. They break things, right? Because they're not just with you in the workplace. They're going home to somebody. They're going home to a family. They're going home to friends. Cars, partying, women, men. So they're typically breaking things. So something's going to happen. And you got to be there for them. When you're there for them, when they hit rock bottom, they say, you know what? I appreciate that. Tiger hit rock bottom. Phil Knight stayed with them. Phil Knight stays with uh, Tiger for Nike. Everybody says, what is he doing? You know, all these other guys dropped Michael Phelps. Why is Phil Knight staying with them? Tiger wins the Masters. The day Tiger won Masters, Phil Knight's net worth went up $335 million. One day, what happened? Because Tiger said, oh my gosh, this guy's got my back. Everybody said Nike should drop me. He didn't. I owe it to this guy. He won the Masters. He worked all these years and he brought back one to Nike. And last but not least, let me give you the last one here. Last one's a little weird, but you'll understand what this means. Divas want to work with somebody that is not afraid of them. I remember I recruited a guy in the company. They're my number one earners in the company. If they're watching this, they'll remember this story. I was in Chicago when I first recruited them. This guy had his own TV show, all this other stuff. We're in the car. It's two o'clock in the morning. I said, look, I want you to know something. I like you a lot. I know your resume. I know you've done a lot of great things, but I want you to know something. I'm not afraid of you. Like, I'm not afraid of who you are, your resume, any of that stuff. That doesn't impress me. I know this business very well. I know how to lead people like you. If you're willing to listen, I can direct you to success. But only if you're willing to. If you're not, you can go find somebody else. But I actually know what I'm doing, and I'm not afraid of you. What do you think about that? Are you comfortable with that? Yes. I had another guy at the beginning stages of running a business bullied me, okay? And he was like, because I needed him, and he knew I needed him, so he bullied me a lot. And I didn't have leverage. So he would go, and let's just, if I'm having a conversation with him, he was trying to push to see, test me if I could handle him or not. And one time, I would always call him and say, hey, we got to work this out. He was one of my best sales guys. He says, he would be on the phone like passive aggressive. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I got to go. I'm busy. How much longer do we need here? Always would pull up one of those stuff off, right? I'm with me. And then one day, he was doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. And one day, finally, I said, here's my line. I have a line. You cross this line with me, we have a problem. I'm a very forgiving guy. I'm very comfortable. I'm easy going. But if you cross the line and you go through the phase of not realizing the level of gratitude, trust, all this stuff I've already given you, so I already have credibility with you on all this stuff. Not at the beginning. I'm tolerant at the beginning. But if you have, you have already experienced this, then you don't tolerate it. It's like, listen. He said to me one time on a call, he said, I just want you to know. We, we both know who calls back first. I said, what do you mean? We both know. If we go a week, two weeks now without calling, you know I'm not going to call you. You're going to be the first person to call me. I said, wow, interesting. We both know you're not gonna, I'm not going to call you. You know it. I'm stronger in that than you. I said, okay, perfect, wow, perfect diva. You know how many, how long can <laughs> until I call them? Ready, that's 10, add seven more. 17 months, 17 months, he was in his mid-20s. I said, this guy's gotta mature. Then eventually he called me. We sat down and for three hours, I pointed every single thing about him out how selfish he was. And I told him, I'm not afraid if you wanna leave. I mean, I'm not playing your games. I said, you're selfish, you're all about you. What do you wanna do? And we talked. You know how the conversation that had uh, taken place? I got a beautifully written letter 
I love this guy. He's family. But we had to go through that because he needed to realize this dude is not afraid. Our relationship today is phenomenal. But we had to go through it. Sometimes leaders have divas on their team, but they're so afraid of losing divas that they end up losing divas. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, oh my gosh, I used to date a girl. Drop that gorgeous girl. I mean, she was a 10. Cover of magazines, the whole nine. But I was young. I just came out of the military. No money. I'm broke. Trying to figure out my identity. And she had all these people with money around her, right? What took place? I was like, man, what if I lose this diva? I lost the diva. What happened there? Because you were afraid of losing a diva. And she felt it. And she didn't want to be with somebody that was afraid of losing a diva. 21 years old. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. So all of these experiences add up to realizing a great company, a great company. Today, our company filled with divas. Filled with divas. Filled. And we want more. Because we have learned how to create an environment where we're able to foster divas, develop divas, work with them, give them the respect, give them the trust, give them the consistency, give them the opportunity. When they hit rock bottom, we'll pick you up. We're not afraid of you. We'll do all this stuff with you. We'll do all this stuff with you. But I want you to know, here's a line. And if you try to cross this line, we're not playing that game. We have certain standards because our goal is to get you here. And if that message can come across to the person to say... Shit, this just makes sense. So if you cast, who do you want to be, Bobby? Do you want to live the guy that's stubborn? You want an argument, but you never want anything in life and you never use your potential? Are you okay with this? Or are you starting to realize that if you want to be here, you need to be here. You need to also value the people around you because you need them. Which one do you want? I'm okay either way because it's binary. Do you want to be here or here? No, no, I'm, I'm willing to be here. Great, I got your back. Let's go do it. But here's what I need from you. Fine, cool, great. Hey, has family, has everything, ta 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 ta. Let's go on. Now, don't make it an event, conversation, promo, then you go on. So, again, going back to it, reassess yourself. Watch it again. Are you a diva? Are you an annoying diva? Are you dealing with divas? Are you allowing them to bully you, threaten you, exploit you, play games, or manipulate you? Are you putting time on divas that are not going to do anything anyways? Because they're lazy, they don't deserve it, they just talk a big game and never show up. Fake divas. Filled all over the place. These guys have a lot to offer. And if you figure out a way how to lead them, oh my gosh, it could make you. And you got to identify all your divas in different departments. What could happen if you could actually lead these people? Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody. Bye-bye.